What's up, everybody? It's Underrated But Confident Podcast number seven. Um, joined by Trace, Jimmy, and Zach. We got a lot to talk about. A lot of stuff went, went down over the weekend. Um, a lot of fun stuff. I uh, went to ACC tournament, so it was a good time. Had a good time in Charlotte. Saw a dude wipe out on one of those lime motorized scooters into a parked car. Funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely. Top five funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Like his friend like was like, hey, bro. And he's like saying something funny. He's like, oh, yeah. And he just like, he just, like, he, like laid on the ground like Patrick, like as like the starfish spread out. And you could just tell he was like, oh, God. But he stayed down because you could tell everybody around was laughing and he was so embarrassed. Great. Greatest like 30 seconds of it of my life. Absolutely. He just had to take the L after that. Oh, he, he took done. the biggest L. He took <laughs> the biggest L, bro. That's the funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> Trace, what'd you do this weekend, man? Oh, I had a pretty uh, pretty stacked weekend, uh, especially on Saturday. Uh, seen my all-time favorite band, Kiss, probably for the last time. Hell yeah. On their final tour. I went, we were in, went to Columbus for it. Didn't, drove, drove back afterwards and didn't get back till like 2 a.m., but Oh, it was worth it. It was worth it, and then some. Uh, and then, well, this isn't this isn't actually the weekend, but since the last time we recorded, I also met pretty uh, famous basketball player Jason Williams, White Chocolate. Met him the other day. Yeah, it was yeah. so cool. He was such a cool guy. So that was awesome. So yeah, I've had preloaded the last few days. So yeah, hey, yeah, man, that's awesome. Zach, what did you do? Didn't do much over the weekend, but I'm officially on vacation. I have 17 days off of work, and I'm not doing jack shit. Hey, Hell <laughs> living, yeah. bro, living. Jimmy, what'd you do? Well, I'm about to jump off a bridge. Um, oh, was just right. lost. We'll be there to watch. Seconds left. Yeah, I'm very disappointed. Matt Murray still sucks. Just, oh, uh, anyways. But Friday, um, Friday night, we watched Christopher Robin. Good movie. A little bit of a tearjerker, you know. Pulls at the uh, childhood strings a little bit. Saturday, uh. Oh, Evans in town, hung out with him, uh, had a little St. Patty's Day celebration at the yeah. uh, the old watering hole Fat Patties and had a good old time. You didn't go to Applebee's? Because that's where grown-ups go to drink. What are you oh, doing? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we should have went there. We're, we're old now. And I, I spent the most money ever at Fat Patties. You know, broke the old record of like $25. Boosted that way up, dude. I spent so much in Uber and Uber. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like my account, had like eight charges of just Uber, 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 Uber. Uber. That's it. Like yeah. that's it. And didn't do a damn thing today, which yeah. was phenomenal. I didn't even get out of bed till like one thirty this morning or afternoon. It was great. It was great. Yeah, I bet, man. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It was a good weekend overall. Solid. Uh, I mean, we all had a lot of good times. It seems so. You know. We'll jump right in, go to the topics, so. Right now at Banana Republic Factory, save big with 50 to 70% off the entire store. Plus, take an extra 50% off clearance. Stock up on dresses and polos starting in 1999. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Yep, laying off the NFL. Been a wild free agency, as you guys know. Absolutely. And like what? Keeps, I can't think of anything. Yeah, you know what? I don't want to talk about it. No, I mean, it's pretty boring. I mean, uh, no one's paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 nothing like yeah, the Browns are all of a sudden the favorites to win the AFC North or anything. Nothing crazy. Oh, yeah, like that. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean sorry, that's that's not sorry, news. What, sorry, what'd you say? No, <laughs> you you heard it. You heard it. That's it. Next, um, old Mister Le'Veon Bell went to the Jets. Less money. 
uh, he wanted to go to the Steelers, or he wanted. He said he wanted to come back to the Steelers, but I understand in the contract that they were going to give him the five-year, seventy million. It was less guaranteed money, even though it was like more overall and longer. He wanted more in in incentives, I guess. He wanted to be protected in the long run. He wanted more guaranteed money, so that's basically why he signed with the Jets. But because it was the most guaranteed, but at the same time. I would fire my agent on the spot. I was like, you know, the best you can do is the Jets for thirty-four <laughs> million guaranteed. Are you kidding me? But you know, you take less money. Anyways, next up, Dolphins get Fitzmagic, Titans get Tannehill. Ha ha! Clinton Dix go to the Bears. The then, Bears. So the the Bears defense keeps getting better. Uh, Matthew. Or Tyron Matthew goes to the Chiefs, so the Chiefs secondary just got a lot more gooder because they were not that great. <laughs> a lot more gooder. They, yeah, they they were not that great last year, and that you know, with with Matthew coming in, they'll or they'll do uh, very very well with him. But yeah, I just it keeps getting crazier. And dear Lord, please let the Steelers with their ten picks do something. Oh, boy, it could be a rough season. Chatterton, you have anything maybe that you want to spill on or talk about? Do I, even, do I even need to say it? Not really. <laughs> Trace, you want to go? Are <laughs> <laughs> you sure you don't want anything? <laughs> oh, I do. Go for it. All right. Here, here. Uh, Come on. Let me hear there, it. There's a lot of other signings, too. I mean, C.J. Mosley went to the Jets. Anthony Barr was supposed to go to the Jets, backed out of his contract after they signed C.J. Mosley, went back to the yep. Vikings. So that was nice yep. for them. Nick Foles is going to go disappoint in Jacksonville now. I and forgot about make it to the yeah, Super Bowl. Foles. If they somehow make it to the Super Bowl, it'll be fine. But regular season, he's going to win three games. He yeah. said if they just somehow make it past there. Yeah. Like, yeah. It amazes me how the guy is below average all season, like all his whole career. And then, you know, he plays well in the playoffs a couple of times. And hey, Jacksonville's going to find that out in the hard way. Earl Thomas mm-hmm. for the Ravens. Uh, Big signing. My personal favorite is Odell Beckham, Olivier Vernon, <laughs> Sheldon Richardson. All Cleveland Ravens now. Yep. Is that so? Damn it. Yes, I don't know if you've heard or not. But no, I have they, not. <laughs> through the great bond. Oh, yeah. It, very small news over the weekend, really overshadowed by Trey Flowers going to the Lions, but uh-huh. it, it was there. Yeah. Yeah. And Cordell oh, Patterson went to the Bears. Oh, man. Patterson went there. Oh, my God. The what a Browns have some work to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. That's crazy. I'm not looking forward to it. Mama. <laughs> next. Well, yeah. <laughs> next. <laughs> you know, it's just like the more I think about it, the more that I see all these moves happening, the more I think this might be the craziest NFL free agency maybe that I've ever seen. I mean, just because of the sheer names and all the abundance of talent that's moving around. But, I mean, just kind of looking at the Browns a little closer, I mean, let's think about it in this – in this way last year, what were they seven, eight and one? What now what they were last year? Yes. And like, yes. Yes. they lost. Yes. So they lost, and they lost about three or four games that they should have won. So they realistically could have won the division last year, but now mm-hmm. with all the disarray, you know, cause uh, Baltimore is going to have a new starting quarterback. Well, sort of a new quarterback with Lamar Jackson. He's, he's going to be, it's his show now to run. 
with the Bengals still being the Bengals, with the Steelers losing some big people. The Browns really are in position to possibly win that division, which is pretty crazy to think about. I could see them going 10-6 and six or or so for sure this year, which might be able to win that division. So the Browns really have a lot to look forward to. The Jets getting Le'Veon Bell. I mean, the Jets are kind of making some moves this offseason too, so they could be a player. Maybe they're not going to beat the Patriots in the division, obviously, because nobody can but they can at least maybe sneak up there maybe at a, for a wild card or the sixth seed or whatever. So a lot of interesting stuff going on, but I like the Browns' uh, potential with OBJ and all the new guys and all the returning talent. Jimmy, at least you can agree it is phenomenal that CJ Mosley's out of the division. Exactly. Yeah, that dude is everywhere. Yeah, that's true. Ravens lost four uh-huh. starters the, on their defense, and <laughs> at least that's good. Yeah, that, that, that part made that. me happy. Yeah. Yeah, that, that part yeah. made me happy. Yeah, so I think Odell will fit in really well with Cleveland too. Being with Jarvis, his old college teammate, exactly. Baker, yep. Yeah, him, it, him, Baker, Jarvis—they're all really tight. I think they yeah. work really well. They're all really well. Well. I think he could do. I think Landry can kind of. Yeah, and I think Landry can kind of hold Beckham back a little bit, kind of keep him under, you know, under control a little bit better than some players. So we'll see how that plays out too. But. Yep. And I, I've always thought this with Odell, that the guy seems to only be aggravated when, number one, when he's not getting ball, but also when they're losing. He seems to yeah. be a good teammate when they're winning. He doesn't seem to care too much about himself as long as they're winning. Yeah. But it, they weren't. No. <laughs> the Giants they, weren't going to win yeah. this year. Saquon's no. going to have to handle the ball 80 times this game this year. Poor guy. But we're <laughs> <laughs> course. Is an understatement. Yeah, they're that poor guy. Oh, <laughs> he was the big loser there. Oh, one thousand percent. I mean, he he probably saw all this going down, and he's thinking, oh, okay, well, maybe we'll do something, and then no, all right. Well, it should also be stated that Odell threw the two longest touchdowns on the Giants last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He threw them. That he did. He he <laughs> probably should have been their quarterback last year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Worse. So yeah, it it's uh, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. It sucks because it used to be, you know, you you see the Browns on the schedule, you circle that game, be like, yep, that's going to be a W right there, and now you circle the game like, dear God, help us. <laughs> so, dear God, help us. Yeah, I mean, they'll still find a way to screw it up, probably, but they're going to be better. Hey. They're gonna be a lot gooder. I don't sorry, think. Sorry, sorry, yeah, Chad. I, 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 don't know. I don't think they'll screw it up that bad. Spicer, what do you think? Well, for me, um, I mean that those are obviously that's a blockbuster trade. But the only thing I was worried about is that the Panthers' offensive line was gonna get better to save Cam Newton, and they did, and yep. they did. They got rid of the Khalil brothers. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> then they signed Matt Paradis from the Broncos on a three-year deal, which. Obviously, we need a center because that's the anchor of the offensive line. And thank God we got him because he's proved himself time and time again as an all-pro, Pro Bowl, all that other stuff, you know. Um, I think the Giants are probably the worst-run organization now, and that's saying a lot. Um, yeah. And then that, you know, the meme you guys sent of Bill Belichick running on the beach. Absolute unit, by the way. Absolute unit. The man is massive. I didn't think he was going to be in shape. I was like, this guy out here, he, he could fight. He could fight somebody right now and probably win. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. Big dude. And, and then, like, they're, everyone, all, all the other teams are just, like, literally trying to sign everybody to compete with the Patriots. And 
It's crazy to say that, but it's true. You know, um, yep. obviously Browns got significantly better. I think, you know, that obviously makes them the winner to win the AFC North, which I think they will. Um, the Jets, they got better. Um, they loaded up on defense. Obviously, Le'Veon Bell signing with him is a huge, huge deal. Um, and he makes him better. And, you know, we'll have to see how Sam Darnold does uh, this year. I'm, I still think he has the talent and he's a good quarterback, but I just we're going to have to see. You know, he has, he, has, he has a lot to prove and all that to the Jets organization, which I think he needs to rise to the occasion with an elite caliber back like Le'Veon Bell pushing him to be better and stuff like that, make the offense better and all that. So, um, obviously, I'm excited Carolina got better. Um, it sucks losing Funches to the Colts, but he also had a case of the yips last year, so he wasn't mm-hmm. catching much um, other than a cold. So, uh, right. basically, I, I was m- more looking forward to seeing what the Panthers – did and you know re-signing Eric Reed definitely helped us uh, major um, and then you know going out and getting an elite center which we absolutely need to protect him uh, after shoulder surgery this offseason and his doctor actually told him to go vegan for his diet's completely changed he's uh, I mean he's still massive but he's slimmed down and he's really cut and real toned so hopefully that um, you know, strengthens his shoulder so we don't have to worry about this problem anymore. And hopefully we're, we have a better season than last year. So NFL free agency, draft coming up. Can't wait. Can't wait. I saw a tweet that somebody mm. said they wanted to see, send Dave Gettleman a fruit basket, the GM of the Giants. Yeah. And somebody had <laughs> responded saying he'll probably send you Saquon Barkley back. Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but never Eli. Oh, and Dave Gettleman came from Carolina. So thank yeah. God he left. <laughs> Why? He's doing a great yeah. job. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They have, have a 38-year-old Elon Manning. Have you seen and all the talent the Giants have at running back? Oh, yeah. Nowhere else. But Nowhere else, yeah. They got a running back. <laughs> well, we're paying Elon Manning $23.5 like, million dollars this year. If you're if you're relying on a guy, no, what is he, like 37, 38, somewhere around there, to yeah. lead you to wins? How many wins is that? Four? Shut the hell up. He's not going to win you 10 games. There's no way. There's no way. Nope. I saw We're living in the past even, with him. I saw they aren't even interested in Haskins either. I don't. Why, get that. why would you not? Unbelievable. Pick they say he isn't "quote unquote" mobile enough in the pocket. Oh, then Eli is okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eli, Michael Vick, or something. Yeah. There are yeah, Eli- linemen I mean, that run faster than Eli, but he's oh, mobile absolutely. enough in the pocket. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Well, fellas, moving on to a little round ball here. Uh, look at the NBA. Really, there's not really much to, that has happened noteworthy since the last podcast. I mean, it was really it's kind of just been the same. Warriors are still doing their thing. The Nuggets are still nipping at their feet or their tail. You know, the game are so back from them. But I don't, I don't really think the Nuggets can catch them. But even if they do, I mean, nobody's really going to pick the Nuggets to beat the Warriors or you know come out of the West. And then as far as the East goes, not much movement there. Everybody's pretty much right in the thick of things where they have been. So uh, start with you, Chase. What do you think about the NBA right now? Not really much to go on based on, you know, the last few podcasts. But with the playoffs getting closer, what do you think? Um, Like you said, not much movement going on. I mean, we saw Philly beat Milwaukee today. 
for like the first time all season, basically. I mean, but it took everything in them to get that win. So I don't know. Like I said last week, East is a is a four four team division right now. Um, the West is kind of open, as we see. Lakers still suck, unfortunately. Yeah. I feel bad for LeBron out there, man. He's trying everything, but I think he's officially given up. I, you know, whatever. Yes. But um, right now, Houston and Minnesota are on. Houston's absolutely giving it to him. 75-58 in the third right now. Um, <laughs> so Houston, uh, Golden State in the West is going to be super interesting uh, to see. Um, Nuggets, I mean, they're impressive. They're they won on a game winner last night. Um, so you know they're pro- they're proven they're for real. Like you know, if you would if you would have told me this two years ago that the Nuggets would be the second or third best team in the West, I would have been like, you're an idiot. Like they're a yep. seed, ninth seed, like out of the playoffs at best. Like, but you know they just gel well. They play really good team basketball. So. I don't know. Uh, Celtics seem like they're kind of getting in a groove a little bit. Kyrie's balling out. Um, Hayward, hopefully he comes into his own. Because I like watching Gay- uh, Gordon Hayward play. Um, <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Sorry. But uh, um, Jason Tatum's playing really well. Um, you know, they're kind of meshing at the same time when they need to. Uh, but I don't know. I, I'm still taking Milwaukee to be honest with you, because they're so fundamentally sound on offense, defense, and everything in between. It's just hard to go against them. And Toronto's up there too, but I just think Giannis is going to come into his own and he's going to play out of his mind in the playoffs, especially when they give the MVP to Harden. So he's going to have a lot to prove. So that's what I think right now about the NBA. Yep. I mean, I think you've made a lot of good points. Jimmy, what do you think about it? Right, uh, the NBA getting closer to the playoffs, but not much going on. So, what do you think? It's been kind of slow, same old, same old kind of thing. But you know, Chase pretty much hit on everything that, and it. Uh, you guys see where Giannis after he dunked on Ben Simmons, he was like, "You're he's a fucking baby. He's a fucking baby." He clowned. He clowned. Yeah, I was sitting there thinking, it was like Giannis is on another planet right now, man. He's savage. Win, win every game and get the MVP by all by himself, without a doubt. But uh, going into it, I still think the East is not going to be very entertaining to watch playoff wise. The West is going to be a bloodbath, and it, you know they may beat each other up so bad that someone in the East could win the championship and throw everyone for a curveball and a big old loop de loop. But who knows? But yeah. Uh, Come playoff time, it'll be be more interesting. I think just right now, it's I don't know, been been a little little boring, a little iffy, just same old, same old kind of thing. But yeah. nothing too spectacular, as I'm gonna say. Well, playoffs definitely make everything more interesting for sure. <laughs> no, no doubt, doubt there. No doubt. So Chatterton, what do you think about it? Can the Cavs make the playoffs? Can they sneak in? They, they... <laughs> Absolutely. Well, unfortunately, they've already been mathematically eliminated. Dang it. Damn. But Damn. I do think the only team out there that can really put it to the Warriors in the finals, I would think, I would like to see the 76ers come out of the East. Yeah. Uh, That'd be I think cool. that they're the better matchup of anybody out there for the Warriors. Uh, the Warriors have shown they've almost got like that Patriots ability. Like, Whenever you have one guy or you have this, 
they always manage to take that away. It, so know. I think if the Bucks were to make it there, they would manage to do something with Giannis. I know that sounds impossible. We did a 52-16 and 16 today. Uh, but I, I think that that would be a rough situation for him. Uh, I think that the 76ers really could give him a run for their money as long as they get that chemistry thing down. There's a lot of moving pieces over there. That roster has changed from the beginning of the year to this. Uh, you know, getting Butler this year, getting Tobias Harris this year, Boban. Uh, their bench is essentially all new guys. All right. But I think if they can get that chemistry aspect down, I think the 76ers could actually make a competitive series against the Warriors in the finals. But right. we're a long way away from that. So I, I don't think the Warriors yeah, – I don't really think the Warriors have anybody that can guard Embiid, really. I mean, yeah, Boogie's, yeah. Boogie's there, but, like, he's kind of not really – him. he's not really the Boogie that you're used to seeing yet. So I don't feel like they really have anybody that can stop Embiid. Oh, right. Can you imagine an Embiid and Boogie trash talk for seven games? It'd be insane. They need a Webster's Dictionary because no one's going to understand it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Nope. laughs> Boogie's going to hit him with the, with the hood slag and then Embiid, you know, talking in his accent. You're going to be like, what what the hell's going on right now? But I'm here <laughs> for it. I'm all for it. By all means, I'm here. go for it. They'd break a record for technical fouls in a series. In a seven-game series, yeah. Boogie Hell would get yeah. like five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Every like, time Embiid scored, Boogie would yell at the ref. And NBA, yeah. and NBA's like, we'll allow it, we'll allow it. <laughs> Somehow Draymond Green gets suspended for a game all of this. Somehow. Good. <laughs> if it's anybody, it's him. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Well, moving on to this is the most exciting time of the year for college basketball. We are off the heels of Selection Sunday today. We found out where everybody's going to be playing, the regions, and the matchups, the seedings, everything. It's really exciting. Some really good matchups. Looking at just the one seeds off the bat here. Duke's the one seed in the East region. Gonzaga's the one seed in the West. Virginia's the one seed in the South. And then North Carolina is the one seed in the Midwest. Uh, looking at some of these matchups, this could be an absolutely insane tournament. I mean, it's about every year it's the same way, especially last year. Finally seeing a 16 seed be a one seed and everything, and Loyola Chicago making a run to the Final Four and everything that went around that. But there's a lot of interesting stuff right now in the tournament. Uh, Going to get your all's thoughts on a little bit here, kind of just rough thoughts about who you think could win the whole thing, Who do you, if you have a Final Four or whatever yet. So, Chase, who do you think going to get there? Uh, who's maybe on upset alert? Just what do you think, and kind of overall? Um, obviously the number one seeds. I'm totally okay with. I think that was those were my picks anyway. I figured Duke would get the number one overall seed since Gonzaga slipped up and lost to St. Mary's, but that's no discredit to St. Mary's because they're a hell of a team and they can make some noise for sure. Um, yep. I think. One of the most intriguing games that I see on here is VCU-UCF. Um, yep. Out of those two that go on to the next round, obviously going to play Duke. They could give Duke some matchup nightmares with defense. But, I mean, ultimately, do I think they're going to win? No. But I'm just saying it'd be a hell of a game. Um, then you got a pretty pesky Michigan State team. As you see, uh, they went – down to the wire with Michigan today, played a hell of a game, ended up winning. Um, uh, I, I think Gonzaga's a good team, but I don't trust them. I don't trust them enough to really – I think like, I think that Syracuse or Baylor can up, upset them in the next round after they, after they win, you know, yep. after they win their opening game. Uh, most intriguing matchup to me, Marcus Howard versus Jay, or John Morant, sorry, 
uh, Marquette versus Murray State. I think that's going to be a hell of a game. I think Buffalo yeah. is not getting enough credit uh, that they deserve at 30-3. and three. Texas Tech, uh, you never know about them. Uh, Nevada and Florida, that's a great matchup. Michigan, I don't know. I don't know about Michigan, man. Virginia, boring. I know they're going <laughs> to lose sometime. It's, it's just, I don't know, man. It's tough. Cincinnati, they're not getting a lot of credit, and neither is Houston. And that's the thing that, like I said a couple weeks ago, Houston is 30-3. and three. Yes, I know they just lost to Cincinnati in the conference championship, but Jaron Cumberland had 33 points. That dude put, was playing unconscious the other day. Since he's really good. He's really good. He's super good. I think the Midwest, honestly, is the toughest bracket. I'm not saying that because Carolina's in it. I'm not saying that at all. But if you look at the quality of teams, I mean, you got Auburn, Kansas, Iowa State, Houston, Seton Hall, Kentucky. I mean, teams that have proven themselves all year long. Um, I think the Final Four will probably be – right now, I would say North Carolina – Tennessee, Michigan, Duke. That's what I think. And I'm not totally sold on Michigan, but I just think they do enough when it comes tournament time to get there, as we've seen the last couple of years. Uh, but yeah. they're still not going to get the natty. I know that. But, um, I mean, right now, everything is based on experience when you get here. I mean, I you, sure. I mean, there's like Zion and Duke. Like, I'm not – Discredit him. They could definitely win it all, but some of these teams that are more experienced, like the Gonzagas, like the Duke, because they got some senior leadership and everything too, um, and North Carolina and all that, that's going to come into effect. So for Duke, like Delorier and Marquise Bolden, if he comes back, they're going to be the senior leaders that kind of like, hey, here's what you need to do, step up to this level. And then you got Luke May and Kenny Williams for Carolina, like, hey, get your ass in gear. We got to win this ballgame. And then you got Gonzaga, who's basically all four-year players, you know. Yep. So, uh, and well, and Virginia too, but I don't trust them. I don't trust them enough as far as I can throw them. So, uh, I don't know, man. It's hope in the air, but hopefully Carolina wins. That's my pick, but I don't know. It's going to be a wild March Madness, that's for sure. So, that's what I think. Yeah. I think it's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait. Jimmy, what do you think? Uh, what are your initial thoughts on the bracket and the seedings and the matchups and everything? Just what do you think? Oh, man, I'm so excited. I can't freaking wait till Thursday. But, so um, same, so same. Oh, boy. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the, the the number one picks or the number one seeds were uh, pretty good. Um, the entire bracket – seems to be okay except buffalo is i think was snubbed a little bit should have um, been higher yeah i agree should have been higher I you agree. know they're they're going to be one of those uh little underdogs that are probably going to make a big run i think um i i think it'd be awesome if virginia lost to gardner webb right off the bat Wouldn't i think it? that'd be really cool that'd be uh, awesome. you know back to back <laughs> years number one seed and then you lose in the first round to the 16 seed i think that'd be great um i think there's probably going to be another 512 upset you know those games are you always got to watch oh, yeah. out for um but i only think there's going to be one uh, i don't think there's going to be more than that First round is just going to be interesting. I haven't picked a Final Four yet or a champion. 
but I've seen like a lot of people. I think the overall most popular uh, championship pick so far, um, championship game pick, I said should say so far is Duke, North Carolina. And I kind of really, 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 really hope that happens for like a four game um, or a four time season. Yeah. Uh, for that to happen and how awesome and phenomenal that would be because it could, you know, be like another last second. Hail Mary throw I don't want to talk about it, Jimmy. I don't want to talk about it. Dude, I'm just saying it could be phenomenal. Like, it's, oh my God. It's going to be, uh, yeah. That would be like one of the most intense, intense game or intense national championship games of all time, probably. Like, seriously, just imagine that crowd in Minneapolis if it's Duke, Carolina. Seriously, imagine that. Like, more rowdy than I, I don't. I can't even put it into words. You're like a mob insane. thing. Insane. Yeah, you couldn't. You couldn't even hear the commentators. Or probably that thing be more packed than a strip club on a Saturday night. Exactly. It would be. <laughs> it, it was, it's good. You know, oh boy, that'd be like the number one ticket to buy. Probably. Could be yeah, all of 2019, you know. There's no, yeah. <laughs> it, it, could, was, it could be ten thousand dollars a pop. Yeah, bro. yeah, honestly, like if you think North Carolina and Duke in the national championship last row, like one ticket would be like five hundred bucks. Like there's no oh, question, yeah. no yeah, question. Easy. So, but yeah, it's um on the next one. I'll give you the the final four, my overall championship pick. But I do think an upset might be the five twelve upset that I was looking at was um. Probably Oregon and Wisconsin. I think that's going to be like a really good game. Be. Oregon's been hot I lately. I think Oregon comes out on top. Yeah, personally. Oregon could win. Wisconsin's solid. They're really good, but um, I think it could. Think that one could happen. But, I'll yeah. tell you what. One of the most intriguing ones is is Louisville, Minnesota. The Patino Revenge. Yeah, game. the, the, oh, the yeah. Patino game again. Yeah, I forgot about that. But yeah, I think <laughs> I think that's that could be a good one too. Seeing old yeah. old dad. And se- or father and son going at it again. We boy. All right. Yep. That's all I got there. <laughs> well, chat, what what do you think about it? Uh, the bracket, the matchups. What do you have any possible upsets lined up? Just what do you think in a vacuum so far? I think the one seeds were spot on. That's what I had it as. Uh, that's what I expected there to be. And I, I'm glad it is. Uh, the only one I can make the argument for is a uh, Kentucky. Kentucky yeah. could have snuck into the one, but they lost at the end of the year, so they did. And that usually yeah. comes back to bite you a lot. Uh, as far as what I would like to see, I would love to see Duke and UNC again at meeting in the finals. It's, to me, those are the two best teams in the nation. Uh, and I think that last game showed that. That's what mm-hmm. it looks like when the two best teams in the nation play each other. And that game could have gone either way very easily. Uh, but that was, that was one of the best college basketball games I've watched. For Definitely sure. all year and for quite a while. That's just those are the those are the top two teams in my mind. I would love to see that matchup. I always love to see the best two teams possible play. But it's college basketball. It usually doesn't go that way. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true, yeah. Bro. Uh, Both teams could get upset in the second round. Hey, real quick, ninety-nine. Okay, I don't mean to interrupt, but Wofford at a seven seed is impressive. I think they could make some noise against Seton Hall. Just saying. Real good team. That's Very a real good, good team. team. Yeah. Go ahead, chat. Sorry, man. Didn't mean to interrupt. But yeah, 99% of the time, if you look at – if you pick whatever teams you think are the best teams in the nation, they don't make it to the finals. They, that's they, true. That yeah, is that's true. Just, that just seems to be the way that college basketball works. 
just yeah. however highly people view you, the more likely you are to lose. Uh, well, I, yeah, I agree, man. I really do. I think that's spot on. But in a perfect world, I would love to see that matchup again. I would love mm-hmm. to see a four game with these guys because uh, Baird, Zion, Reddish, and probably even Trey Jones won't be at Duke next year. So I want to watch those. All. I want and May and you know Williams are going to be gone. They're going to graduate as well. Uh, this will be the last time that we get to see those guys play against each other uh, in a college basketball setting. Clearly, I, I would love to see that matchup again. Uh, I haven't really had a chance to look over the bracket with a ton of detail. I know there are a lot of good games. Uh, what Chase had mentioned earlier, I'm really looking forward to watching Marcus Howard and John Morant go off. Oh, yeah. On each, but I, I would have to look a little bit more in depth to really fill out uh, Final Four, just a road to get there. But mm-hmm. I'll have that done before our next one. So. But other than that, uh, that's, that's what I want to see. I want to see those two play again. Yep, me too. For sure, without a doubt. I saw him in person, and I was heated. It was a great game, though. It was a great game, regardless. (laughs) That was one of the best games, period. Outside of you, Garrett, and D-Rob, I don't like Duke fans at all. (laughs) Oh, I know. (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. Oh, buddy. (laughs) I could have got away with murder this weekend. Uh, the if it makes you feel any better outside of you, I you and my dad, <laughs> I hate most UNC fans. So I think that's the common on both sides. Yeah, P- poor poor Virginia Tech fans were sitting next to us, like we have no dog in this fight. We're just here for the game. Like I mean, <laughs> we we're just we lost. Here. We, we lost, but I mean we're here. <laughs> then there was like the like the lone like Wake Forest people, like kind of like in the corner. They're like shit. <laughs> I mean <laughs> we're here. <laughs> we Wake bought Forest. tickets, but we're here. Wake Forest has fans. Like, I mean, a few. Yeah. Were they just parents of players? Like, uh, yeah, probably. mainly just parents. We're just yeah. here so we don't get fond. Oh um, I think the collective thing though, when Virginia lost, like it was like Carolina, Duke, Florida, the the few Florida State fans that were there, um, Clemson, like Miami, every like all the fa- Louisville, all the fans that were there were just screaming and clapping that Virginia lost. It was so funny, man. And all the all the UVA fans are just sitting there in like the worst pitiful like positions I've ever seen. Like I like I thought every single one of them were about to cry. I was like, this is wild. <laughs> I do think one of the biggest takes out of this is that if anybody tries to tell you the ACC is not the top conference in college basketball. Don't oh, listen to anything else they have to say because they are no. wrong. They have no. They have no. They have no dog in the fight at that point. They have no I'm correct close. opinion. Uh, uh, it's just funny how that triangle works too. Duke beat UVA twice. UNC beat Duke twice, and UVA beat UNC twice. That little triangle that you have there is. Yeah, it, that's how good those teams are. And man, it's this is. I've been looking forward to this time of the year for all season. Yeah, I'm happy it's here. You can't, there are no you can't words. make this stuff up. There are but. no words. And no matter what we say right now, three weeks from now, we're going to be having a different conversation. Oh, 1,000%. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, the way the March has been lately, it could be a fucking eighth seed winning it all or something. Just some crazy. Fucking I mean, one year, 16 seed's going to win. 
one yeah. year of 16 seeds going to win this also now. Honestly. Like, yes, probably. when we're 95 and there's nothing like, left for us to live for. Whenever they let high school players go to the NBA straight out of there and there's like not a lot of actual talent in college basketball anymore, that 16 seed's going to take it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to happen. Right now at Banana Republic Factory, save big with 50 to 70% off the entire store. Plus, take an extra 50% off clearance. Stock up on dresses and polos starting at $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Well, jumping into MLB, um, as we talked about last week with May Machado, Bryce Harper, all that. A couple of the you know, big time free agents that are still on time are Dallas Keuchel and Craig Kimbrell. So, Craig Kimball, sorry. Um, I mean, gosh, man, that's crazy. Two elite pitchers that obviously some teams desperately need, but they probably just not want to pay that much for them. Um, which I understand, but if you can get two elite pitchers, you know, one starter, one reliever, by all means, go for it. So, um, you know, spring training's you know in full full effect right now. Um, kind of cool seeing Bryce Harper rip home runs with the Phillies. Um, you know, he seems a lot happier. I will say that uh, Machado playing with the Padres looks pretty good. Um, I guess Javi <laughs> uh, doing Javi things, making the when basically. I mean, he was gunned down today. Like he was gunned down. Like he was. Totally out. Shifts his hand over, touches the base, gets around it. Absolutely crazy. Hobby doing hobby things. Um, so, you know, I'm very interested to see how this season plays out, you know, because we got March Madness. You, so you got the National Championship. You got the Masters. Then, boom, right in the opening day. So the most exciting, exciting time in sports this year. So, um, Jimmy, what do you think about spring training and everything that's going on, man? Well, uh, you're thinking on a Machado. Did you see his interview that he did the other day? I did not. It was what fudge. When was it? Yesterday or two days ago? But he was saying, and or you know, the guy asked him, "So how do you feel about uh, the Padres? How do you think you guys are going to do?" And he's he was started to say, "I think we could win the division," but then he actually said, "I don't think we can win the division, but we can, you know, definitely make a, a run for for something." And I'm just sitting there scratching my head like, you, did you really just say that? You, you don't think your team can actually win the division when you just <laughs> signed a $300 million deal? I was like, sorry. That right there, if I was his teammate, I'd already be pissed off at him. But who knows? Uh, spring training has been a lot of fun to watch. Javi is uh, just probably one of the most electric players in all of sports. Him doing that little swim move is Crazy, man. just just magical i guess and then him on the field is also magical and then um then chris bryant working out in the ninja headband that was pretty cool <laughs> yeah, yeah it was <laughs> that's very funny and then uh uh harper you know, is back to doing harper things he does seem happier back in philly i think you know that's going to be a good fit for him and him and mccutcheon should i want them to be mic'd up together i think that'd be a cool cool conversation during a game or something. And then um, I'm just – man, I'm worried about the Pirates. They're just going to suck so bad. Average at best again. Yeah. 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 I, it, like they could really contend if they were in any other division. But 
yeah. they're probably going to be last. I think they'll be above 500 by at most 10 games, at most. Um, but I, I don't think they'll do the, all that great. They should sign one of the big pitchers that are still out there, but they won't. They got the no. money. They're just not going to pull the trigger on it. They'll just randomly right. sign some dude that has a 13.3 ERA and a <laughs> 4 and 87. Opening day starter. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, this guy's so, fine. Yeah. He'll do great. Yeah. Oh, he's going to be great. He's going to be our next stud and, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah. He gave up six runs and three innings, but he had four strikeouts. Good job. He had four strikeouts. He and he was all five guys. And he had yeah. 12 yeah. hits in the first yeah. four innings. That's fine. Good job. Yeah, he's fine. He's, he's going to do great. All right. This he, guy's he, elite. He's going to be in an all-star elite. game this year. Did I mention he is 58 years old? He, he's still got a lot of time left. Absolutely. He is in his prime. The potential is absolutely out of this world. Through the roof Untapped. with the potential. <laughs> Untapped. So, yeah. yeah Zach, like, what do you think, man? If you feel like your division's hard out there, try staying in the AL East for a year. Yeah, that's <laughs> also true. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Chat have it the worst road. The Rays could be 20 games over 500 and still finish third in that division. That's Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. For for guys like Keiko and Kimbrell, though, I think this is just a nice little message on you've got to lower your asking price at some point. Yes. Like, at a certain yeah. what point in the year do you just realize that you're asking for too much money? Like that mm-hmm. these people aren't going to give you this kind of money. They're not going to shell out. Craig Kimbrell wants a hundred million dollars for four or five years Bush. as a relief pitcher on the downside of his career. To be quite honest. I, I don't yeah. understand who is sitting there next to him, just telling him, "Yeah, you're worth that. He'll get that money." I don't, I don't know who, which representative is telling him that this is plausible. Like, he must this have is same... attainable. Like, right? He may have, or he might have the same agent as Love Bell or something. Well, he should have like a one year deal. I mean, who's going to sign him in the higher age that he is for a hundred million dollars? Exactly. I mean, he's he's a great pitcher. Like. Don't get me wrong, but you're correct that he's on the decline of his career. It can only go downhill from here. You know, you're getting older. People are figuring you out. And it leads to a lot of blown saves. You know, Particularly for a guy like Kimbrell, who has relied on speed so much throughout his career. That does not last forever. You right. will not be 39 years old throwing 99 miles an hour. You do not see no. that. That does not happen. He will have to learn other things. And he has throughout his career. He's learned how to throw that slider in there. He's mixing in pretty well. But... This is a guy who you look at all the things that Kimbrell's done for years, and it just seems like there isn't four or five years left of this. So teams aren't going to want to give him a contract for four or five years. Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, you can see this lasting for years still. They're still going to have talent for quite a while. Right. Mm-hmm. So they, those are the guys that get that contract. I don't know who is sitting there and telling Keiko had it down here. I think Keiko still has some decent years of baseball left in him, but the same thing. I think there he's got a lot that, left in the tank, man. Yeah, with how much teams are using openers now, too, they don't. There, there's plenty of options for teams out there for a starting pitcher to essentially try to be calling his own shots. Unless you are one of the best pitchers in baseball, the year before you are going into free agency, uh, to to be calling your own shots in the situation, to me, that that's why he's still available. That's why he isn't getting paid what he wants to get paid. Right. Yep. That's why we're having this conversation. Yep. Exactly. Somebody, somebody needs. Somebody to has to that. have it, and it's us. <laughs> like, I mean, he probably's not listening, but he better be. Like, he better he's be. Like hard facts, bro. 
cold hard facts. Cold somebody hard needs facts. to sit him down and tell him that. Like yeah. somebody yes. close to him, that somebody that he trusts needs to tell him that this isn't going to. Uh, what's going to happen here is he's going to sign early on in the year. Someone's going to get an injury, but he's still not going to get what he wants. And if right. he still is demanding what he wants currently at this at halfway through the season, he's not going to get it then either. Like. Yeah, as this goes on, he, his chances of getting the what he wants are less and less. I do also want to throw a nice little shout out there to Bryce Harper for giving up number thirty-four, saying that Roy Halladay should be the last person in Philadelphia to wear that number. Absolutely. That was great. Yeah. Good, good for him. Chat let chat let it out the bag. We're interviewing Dallas Keuchel next week. Just so everybody knows. <laughs> Damn it, chat. Wait a surprise. He doesn't have anything else to do. Why not? We might yeah, as well true. tell him. Like we, we could be his new management <laughs> team. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what we're talking I'd be doing about. a better job. Honestly. Absolutely, absolutely, and he can just he pay might us have later a job on. Right now, I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. all four of us will be getting paid. We'll have an even higher volume of listeners, and we'll be we'll be set. We'll be set. Hell, he might have a job right now. If you yeah, he might have a job. He might have a job because of us. I'm not going to take credit for it, but I am now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that I'm smarter than his agent, but I am. But we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all we four are. of us right yeah. now. Yeah. Underrated yeah. but confident is now the new management team of Dallas Keuchel. You're welcome. Catch You're out welcome. the bag. Breaking news. Hashtag breaking news. Not fake news. Breaking news. You're welcome, everybody. You're welcome. Maybe this conversation has already happened, and he just can't get it through his head. That's true. Maybe That's there true. is somebody telling him this. That this this is just okay. how it is. They're like, like, you need to listen to Chase, Trice, Jimmy, and Zach because they're correct. Like, they're if you're correct. a pitcher, if you're a pitcher on the wrong side of thirty, man, it's. It, Jobs become more scarce. And, Sign with mm-hmm. the Padres. They overpay. Sign with them. Do you think? Yeah, apparently, we'll yeah. be here to support you. Particularly with the new wave of openers, like I said. just Got to do it, man. Yeah. Tra- there, there are several teams using openers this year that have already said they're going to. The Rays only have three starting pitchers on their active roster. Nice. So they're going to go with two openers. They're going to go starter, opener, starter, opener, starter. Mm-hmm. Like they, and there are a lot of teams following that blueprint because it works. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Trace, what do you think, man? Yeah, I mean, as far as spring training and all that, like I usually don't keep up with it real close, so I'm just kind of just seeing passing stuff on Sports Center and whatnot. But I mean, I'm just so pumped for the season to start. But uh, kind of like Chatterton's interesting uh, conversation there about you know aging pitchers and everything, and and while I agree that you definitely don't need to pay those guys the same type of money that you're giving the young bucks, obviously. I mean, we've seen a lot in the past with certain pitchers that as they start aging, like there's still a place for them, even if it's not the, in the same place that they were their entire career. Like there's always – I feel like there's, there's always a way you can work yourself into a, 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 you know, a good situation. I mean, look at like guys like Randy Johnson. He, Randy Johnson was pitching in his 40s. And like Mariano Rivera and different guys. Now that's completely just different compared to some of the guys out there now. But I feel like even if you are on the downside of the hill, quote unquote, uh, in your baseball career, I feel like there's still a place for you if you end up in the right situation. So that's really what it comes down to more than anything. I mean, they shouldn't be getting $200 million contracts or whatever anymore, obviously. But I feel like there's still a place for them somewhere. Some some team could use a Keiko or a Kimbrel or a whoever, I feel like. So that's just kind of my little two cents there. I 100% agree, but. Craig Kimbrell is asking for the money that Craig Kimbrell should have been getting when he was 25. That's a problem. Yes. He's not, yeah. he's not that guy anymore. Craig Kimbrell was still a great pitcher. Craig, Craig Kimbrell was still one of the better closers in baseball last year. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he's got to have this realization at some point. 
he should have asked for this contract when he was in his mid-20s. He should have gotten this contract when he was in his mid-20s, but he didn't. And there's there's no logical reason to ask for it now. Right. You're not going to get it. But that's just, that's my opinion on it. I, it's, that's how that's how it's just going to be forever. Teams don't want to shell out money to aging veterans whenever they could get a guy who are cheaper, who's younger. Yep. If there is a younger, you. cheaper alternative, they will take it every single time. For sure. Yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head on that one, buddy. <laughs> and commercial break. And <laughs> commercial <laughs> break. <laughs> this just in. We started hearing Jan Deal's attorney at law and all those other commercials. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have some political ads in a couple months. And we're gonna... <laughs> she won't take she won't no, take no for, an for an answer. Danny Klein is the way to go. <laughs> yes, bro. If they just hit a dab at the end, I would lose my shit on that. Yes, <laughs> just please, just please. You know, you've been I hurt in injury. Dab. Okay, I have watched no. that commercial three hundred times in my life. I have memorized the phone number. I do not know what the fuck he does still. Um, <laughs> hey, now it's Farmer Klein and Campbell. It's not just Danny Klein anymore. That's that's true. If they that's added true. two new, they people. got a whole squad now. Squad. <laughs> Whole it's amazing how lawyers, this, man. It's amazing how this advertisement works because it's clearly caught my attention. No idea who the hell it is or what's it for. Yeah. I don't know what this guy could do for me, but I want him to do it. Yep. Yeah. We need a commercial of the week segment now. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what, if, what, if, what if Viagra is one of our freaking <laughs> <laughs> Set the mood oh. real right. <laughs> I'm sure all of our listeners could use that. Oh yeah, <laughs> like that old those old commercials with uh, smiling Bob with the extends. Yeah. <laughs> My man's out there driving a NASCAR car. Have you ever felt the rumble in your engine? I'm like, what? Man, what? what is this? Man, I am eight years old. Leave me alone. This isn't cartoons. <laughs> this isn't Nickelodeon. Like that guy's living the dream right now. Living the dream. <laughs> don't take, don't take, don't take this pill. If you take nitrates for chest pain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, back from our commercial break. Yes, sorry. And we're back. No free ads. Uh, there was. We give away like four there. Yeah, I feel it. Oh man. I you what, we deserve some royalties from that. Our pockets just got heavy. Our pockets yep. just got heavy. Can we? When we go through editing, can we just like have the exact same dialogue in here, but every time we say company's name, just bleep it out. <laughs> no, we don't even need to. They pay us. They pay yeah. us. But uh, there were some nice fights over the weekend out there in London. Uh, Jorge Masvidal probably mm. went two and zero, knocked Darren Till the fuck out, and then, and then hit Leon Edwards with <laughs> Leon Edwards in the back. Oh what a legend! What a legend! Edwards took more damage from that than he did in his entire fight with Gunnar Nelson. Well, yeah. <laughs> Edwards walked away from that fight with no marks on his face, and then Mosswell just walks up to him, hits him with a four-piece combination. He's got a big cut on his cheek and needs stitches afterwards. He hit him with the Wendy's four for four. Oh my lord, that, that was that was accurate. All four of them, all four of them, just right on the right on the button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, poor old Darren Till getting uh, starched in his home country. Uh, that was that was bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure he's still awake. We are awaiting confirmation. Uh, I don't think he ever got out of the octagon. He was there for quite a while. 
He's probably still there as we speak. Yeah. But uh, Masvidal, uh, that was a big win for him. There was a lot that the winner of that fight and Ben Askren were going to fight. Uh, now the draw might be him and Edwards after that. Because nothing sells fights like two people getting into a fight outside Absolutely. of the organization. Absolutely. Like, that's easy marketing right there. You just show that video of them fighting, squaring up, just right there. And that's, that's going to sell tickets immediately. Uh, so that kind of leaves Ben Askren in a bit of a situation. Uh, he may be forced to rematch Robbie Ball right now. Who knows? Uh, there's a lot of really good fights on that card, though. Mark Chikesi came away with a big win. That's a guy that I've been really high on for a while. Lost three straight. Uh, went back to London. Got a nice win against Joe Duffy, uh, one of the last people to be Conor McGregor. That name. Just just throwing that out there. I love Conor. But it's, that's his claim to fame at this point in time. Mm-hmm. But uh, UFC Nashville's coming up this weekend. Chase and I will be there. Looking forward to that one. A whole lot, a lot of good fights coming up on that one as well. Uh, but Chase, what did you think of the fights this Saturday? Um, to be honest with you, man, uh, I thought I thought Taylor was going to fight better than he did. But Masvidal is a savage, point yes. blank savage. Like until Till caught him early in that fight. Till not yeah, down. What fifteen seconds in? Uh, Till. Yeah, it, I right around fifteen seventeen second mark for sure. Um, but and we had the fastest groin shot in history. Yes, Masvidal mm-hmm. kicked him in the dick two seconds into the fight. Mm-hmm. Impressive. I mean that that whole fight was drunk. The whole thing was like it was drunk. Like that. That's all I could tell you. Um, but uh, man, Leon Edwards and Gunnar Nelson. Well, that was that was an okay fight. I mean, like you said, Leon took more damage from Masvidal backstage in the interview room basically then he did in the entire fight um yeah just saw that I, video yeah my big yeah. my big question is what fucking drugs were the judges on one judge gave that fight to gunner nelson right what fucking drugs were they on yeah, yeah. i i think gunner came in the best shape i've seen him in, in quite some time but like the way he fought oh my god man what surprised me was he was losing the wrestling exchanges with Edwards. Edwards yeah. was supposed to be a guy who's just – he's a boxer. And right. Gunnar Nelson is supposed to be this wrestler, karate, jiu-jitsu kind of guy. And, and he was losing those exchanges. Oh. Yeah. He got caught with a short elbow, knocked him flat. <laughs> yeah. He was losing those exchanges. I always love those whenever they go back to the corner mic'd up. And you know, Gunnar Nelson walks back to his stool. He's like, what did I get hit with? Like. I always love that. That's hilarious because right. you have no idea what the fuck happened to you. You just know um, that you were charging in and then suddenly you're laying on the ground. <laughs> Someone <laughs> hit me. Like, I don't what know how. Like, I'm here. I see the lights, but I don't what know. What does my face hurt? There was an old quote. I can't remember who it was, but it was after a fight against John Jones. John Jones had hit somebody with one of those spinning elbows. And God, I can maybe on fours, but whoever it was made some comedies. Like, I was just standing there and then I thought somebody had thrown a bottle at my head because I was looking right at him. And then all I remember is getting hit on the side of the head really hard. Dude, yeah, it's like it knocks you all the way back to fifth grade. You're like, oh, did I hit puberty yet? Or what happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, I cannot crazy. imagine that little second of like just confusion in your head. Dude, it's not even a, it's like a split <laughs> second of just t- like, you're like, was that his elbow or did somebody hit me with a sledgehammer? <laughs> you're just standing there. You think you know what you're doing. And then you just come to for a second like, wow, what the hell happened? My head really, really hurts. Oh, and like, then instant all, mic. And, Instant migraine. 
all in that same process, there's a guy across from you still trying to kill you. So you've got to oh, clear yeah. your head that quickly. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like then, that meme that's, what year is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like you said, though, I'm excited to be at UFC Nashville. Uh, so it'll be our second time there. Uh, it's always a good time. Bridgestone Arena gets really wild, as we knew, <laughs> as we knew from last time. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, by I can't the way, w- fuck that taxi driver. Still. Oh, dude, we fell asleep in the cab because we're absolutely out of our mind. And this man <laughs> drove around the town like three times, and he was like, "Yeah, that'll be uh forty-eight dollars." I was like, "Dude, yeah. two miles." Yeah, what? we were like four or five blocks away from our hotel, and when we woke up, it was forty bucks. Oh yeah, man. I was snoozing yeah. back. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I had way too many beers, and oh, you yeah. were sleeping. I was slumped. Jay was awake the whole time because Jay woke me up. He taps me on the arm and says, "Hey, I think our taxi driver is driving around." And <laughs> he wakes me up, and then I wake Chase up, and we were both just like, "Why the fuck did you not stop him?" <laughs> Fear wait, fucking that was stop! Great time though. So I'm really looking forward to uh, Anthony Pettis and uh, Wonder Boy Thompson. Be a great fight. Um, a lot of great fighters on that card. So, everybody, uh, be on the lookout. We'll be posting on social media. We'll probably do a, at least a five minute, 10 minute live thing before we, you know, like walking up to the Reno when we get in there and everything. So, you guys can get the ultimate fan experience from Underrated But Confident with us two degenerates and our two other friends that are going with us. So, we will have a great time and you guys better be watching. It's gonna be worth it, so. Jimmy. Did you watch fights this weekend? I did not just watch that video or the, the uh, highlight video of old Mr. Darren Till getting, um, uh, shall I say, just going night night and <laughs> bad um, stoppage. He was fine, yeah, bad stoppage. He's fine, keep it going, but <laughs> really let him here. die. <laughs> just believe, yeah. Ow is all I gotta say, is uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that looked that looked painful. But yeah, that, other than that, that, that left Masvidal hit him in was like the most like organized mess ever. He switched stances twice coming in. It, you could tell it was about a play. Just that was that, that looked so weird, and I think that's why it caught Darren so flush. That you don't expect to get hit with a left hand with the way that Masvidal entered there. But exactly, yeah. And he sure as hell doesn't remember it happening. Someone's had to have told him what happened. Yeah. He's honestly probably still asleep from that. And has no recognition of what the hell just happened to him two days ago. He got hit so hard that he thinks his neck tattoo was a good idea. Yep. There it is. There it is. Boom. (laughs) Boom. Roasted. I want to get Gorilla on my neck again. Again, it says gorilla and it has a wing coming from it. Leon Edwards, one on one tonight. Boom, roasted. Matthew Dalton, too long. Boom, roasted. Did you see Ben Askren's shirt that he wore to the fight? It yeah. said curly headed fuck, but the U in fuck had his hair. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that's my new favorite fighter. That's ben Askren, fantastic. he's hilarious. I love that guy. Yep, yep, big fan, big fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan now. That's great. Boom, roasted. Ben Asker made some comment after the fight that the reason they that uh, Masvidal and Edwards fought afterwards is because neither one of them wanted to fight him, so they just wanted to make the draw for them. Oh, 
<laughs> but anybody else got anything to add on? Right. I'm afraid I have nothing to add to this very good combo. I'm afraid. I'm telling Except- you, we got to get Trace to a fight with us, and he's got to watch it more with us, man. We got to get him going. Oh, uh, no. That's hey, I- I'm still waiting for my fight with Brock Lesnar, though. So I got, oh, yeah, I got some big true. plans. I'm got betting some big plans. Trace. I am betting the house on Trace. Yeah, Trace, I got high hopes. I just want to say one thing. If we get you to come to a fight and you say the sentence, why are they hurting each other? Or anything related to that, I'm gonna. Why hate are you. they hurting each other? Who would actually ask that? I thought they were friends. Yes, yes. I I have actually been watching fights on TV with a bunch of people, and you know there will be other people who are not fans necessarily of it there, and they will just be like, "I just can't get behind this. They're just so violent. I don't understand why would they want to do this That's to each other. That looks like it hurts." Uh-huh. If at any point you say that, I'm gonna slap you. Man card revoked <laughs> if you say that. Yep, I yes. can't wait until somebody asks me, like, uh, how much are you putting on Trace? I'll be like, I have $3. I have $3. $3. Pull the Patrick. <laughs> I, have $3. I have $3. Meanwhile, you'll see me in the background banking all of my money on Brock Lesnar. After I send all of my money and bets onto the other person, I just walk him to Trace, buddy, you got this. Like, you you got they support only, a friend knowing you. damn well. Trace absolutely <laughs> throttles him, like, knocks him out, and then it, and he's like, do you feel that now, Mr. Krabs? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Lesnar, do you feel it now, Mr. Lesnar? He pulls off the biggest upset in, like, the last 300 years and be like, yeah, now what, bitch? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> Taking your wife after that. <laughs> <laughs> and Trace is like, dude, I don't know what happened. I don't even know where I'm at. Did I win? I'm like, yeah, you won. And we're rich. So we're fucking rich, man. <laughs> Trace, as a friend, if that fight happens, I'm just going to give you a heads up. Aim for the body. He hates that. I've watched yeah, enough UFC, UFC fights to know that. Deal with it. Anywhere from his toes up, he doesn't like getting hit. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. If you aim for anywhere up there, that's fine. <laughs> Bump on his toe, get him, him on. bouncing around, and then just punch him in the gut. You'll win. Right in the gut. And be ready for a takedown approximately <laughs> 0.4 seconds into the fight. Punch him into his stupid right. sword tattoo. I guarantee you win. Yes. Yeah, right there. Just right where the sword is. Oh, you jackass. I'm going to get a sword tattoo in a stomach. Anyways. <laughs> Next. Uh, Leading into one of our uh, personal topics, uh, song, TV show, movie of the week. You guys uh, got anything? Got anything to share with everybody? Any recommendations? Chase, what about you? Got one? I, I do. Um, Little Lion Man by Mumford & Sons. Got me absolutely fired up for the pub crawl last uh, yesterday when I was down in Charlotte. It's now the largest pub crawl in the country. So oh, sounds like a you guys got to experience it. You got to experience it. It was like a great time. Dude, it was absolutely wild. We're there next year. Oh, we, well, we're definitely there next we're, year. We're in there next year. We are in there next year. You best believe that. Um, TV show. Didn't watch much TV. I was too much making my own TV show because I was blacked out. <laughs> Just total darkness. Didn't see anything. Just uh, drank a lot. Passed out. Oh, I'm dead. 
uh, all he saw was that old screen with a DVD video thing just bouncing in between like, in the corners. Corners. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he saw. Oh my oh, god, I had not thought of that in years. <laughs> the menu music is blasting in the background. <laughs> oh god, that is unbelievable. unbelievable. <laughs> Every now and then, Chase just goes, yeah, because it hit perfectly in the corner, and then he's just back asleep. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> the DVD hit the corner, you know, the big, it's fine. <laughs> and then, uh, movie, um, yeah, nothing. But dude, like, it was so funny though, because, uh, Jared, my brother and I, we were, uh, we were like at, at his apartment, we had a, couple beers pre-gaming for it and everything and we were playing um uh the only there's only one conor mcgregor um by that dude that made that song on the ukulele and then we played uh sinead o'connor um whatever it is uh i think it's no morning dew or something like that like it's like an irish war song and it's actually conor's walkout and (laughs) we were we were um imitating him oh the foggy dude the foggy dude sorry and uh we were like imitating him as, as he walked out and then we did his famous walk as soon as he goes <laughs> to the octagon to every bar we went into um so it was it was a good time um we went to Connolly's on fourth the big irish pub there that's our that's our local watering hole down in charlotte so if you ever go in there and uh i'm in town yeah chase and jared are gonna be there that's for sure um it's a good place but Next year, I'm telling you, we are going to be there. It is going to happen. For sure. My, quality my, my liver wants to say he's not available for that. Uh, Same. Liver wants to check out early on that day or that weekend. <laughs> I should say. Early morning checkout. He didn't mm-hmm. stay for the extended day. He was like, exactly. Yep. <laughs> he's like, ah, you know what? I already got plans and nope, I can't. <laughs> Would you look at the time? I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> Jimmy, what about you? You got any that you want to share to the world? The so, er, for St. Patty's weekend, I c- can never remember this song, but it always plays like during college football and stuff. And I finally found it. Yeah. Stop kick Murphy. Yo, I love it. It's like one of the, the Marshall, best. the Marshall pre-kickoff song. Exactly, it's like one of the <laughs> best songs for college football, for pre-gaming, for damn near anything. It just gets you so hype and everything. That's probably the song of the weekend for me. Um, TV show finally caught up on Station Nineteen and Grey's Anatomy. About damn time with that. <laughs> Good stuff and movie. Christopher Robin was good. I really want to see. Uh, oh, I think it's called Triple Frontier on Netflix. That looks really damn good. So I'll, I'll probably have to watch that this week, and then and then give you guys the the review of how that so. goes. But yeah, that's that's about it. All right, Chander. Trace, what about you? You got anything? I know you went to the concert, so I'm sure you got a song. Uh you read my mind. No, no. <laughs> there we go. No. No, uh, I was just gonna say, like, I, I don't, I haven't watched anything different 
TV show-wise or movie-wise. So I guess my song of the week will just be absolutely anything from Kiss because why not? Why yeah, not? Yeah. There you go. Nothing wrong six with that. Final, six and final time, Hope maybe final time seeing them in concert. So anything greatest, from Kiss. Greatest bands of all time. Yes. Icons. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you guys heard it right here. Underrated but confident. Podcast number check seven. It Coming from Dallas Keuchel's management team, myself, <laughs> Jimmy, Trey. Wait, 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 time out. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> did Chad do his? <laughs> Chad didn't do his song of the week, did he? Um, I, I didn't, but you know, it. Oh, my TV, my, the only TV show that I, the only TV show that I watched this week, uh, I'm not even sure I really want to share because this is a true story. Yesterday, I watched four and a half hours consecutive of Tiny House Hunters. And it was on, the coolest shit I've ever seen in my life. On HGTV? Yes, I did. Phenomenal Don't ask how it channel. ended up on that channel. <laughs> it's, it's a great fucking channel, dude. It's, it's a great channel. Oh, <laughs> I will not lie. Your boy is going to be on it someday. It's all I'm saying. There was one guy who, for his tiny house, he had a loft. And he didn't want to waste square footage on stairs. So he had a rock climbing wall, essentially, to get up to his loft. I don't Can you imagine that. if you bring a girl home and first off you bring her home and your house is like 800, foot, 800 square feet, if even that. Yeah. And then you're like, hey, let's go up to the bed. By the way, are you good at rock climbing? Yeah, can you <laughs> climb this rock? Can you imagine how little pussy you're going to get? <laughs> well, that they're going to go home there. That would be like hammer drunk. <laughs> I mean, what, I mean, what are you going to do? Trying to climb like, up a wall. Your head, you're like, oh, sorry, I got concussed. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. You both like, wake up and you made it about halfway up there and fell. Let me go check the fridge. Something's not working right. <laughs> God. <laughs> As you heard it, Underrated by Confident, podcast number seven for the second time, coming to you live from Dallas Keuchel's management team, myself, Chase. Jimmy, Trace, Zach, we thank you guys for listening. One hell of an episode, fellas. The roller coaster we just went down, unbelievable. <laughs> but I, so, this I, is deal so we'll take this no for an answer. We're, yep. dude, we're getting paid for our ads next week, I guarantee. <laughs> we're we're no on free ads. Come up, fellas. So, hmm. let's go. We should we should make the announcement. We're switching two podcasts a week, so yes, it'll be yes. fun. We'll yes, be recording we on Sunday and we'll be recording on Wednesday. It'll be published on Monday and Thursday, hopefully. So we're hitting yep. you on the two church days with the most uncut <laughs> and most vulgar language you've ever heard. So. The most heavenly <laughs> thing. Because <laughs> we're having a good time. The most heavenly thing you will ever hear. Amen. Are us four saying terrible things. Absolutely. 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 I mean, what, what, have, what have we done and accomplished tonight? One, we're Dallas Keuchel's management team. Two, we we basically just don't remember anything from the weekend. Yeah. Four or three, we made up the Wendy's four for four for Jorge Masvidal's four piece on Leon Edwards. I mean, look. Yeah. Awesome. Law. We did. Yep. Danny Klein was the way to go. I mean, my God, we should be paid by the end of the week. We're ready. Yeah, we should be. Yep. <laughs> next, we're getting in the cash. Come on. That's what I'm saying. And next, we're going to do Canal Valley Dental Group, Dad's business. So he's going to have some ads on their weekend. He's going to pay us <laughs> at least 100 bucks each. Hey, yeah, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I mean, he's, got Craig. he's fine. He's ready to he's go. He's fine. And he's going to pay us in 100 crispy dollar bills, mm-hmm. loads of beer. And we're going to tell you, he's going to give you the best teeth cleaning and whatever you need. He's got excellent staff, five-star service. So, I mean, there you go. Look at this. 
Dallas Cagles management, promotional extraordinaires, Jorge Masvidal's four for four on Leon Edwards. I mean, we've covered every base here. Yeah. Two shows a week now. Sunday, where, where, are you, where else are you going to find that on a Sunday at this hour? Exactly. No. Weird flex, but okay. Weird flex. <laughs> go ahead, my boy. We're, we're listening. So. <laughs> we All are right. our own biggest fans at the end of the day. Oh, absolutely. Also, I have a rant to go on. Let's I'll save it. that for Wednesday. Oh, oh are you going to save it for Wednesday? Good cliffhanger. Good cliffhanger. We'll have a rant. I will have a rant. Jimmy will have a rant. And Chatterton will follow us up with the ultimate rant. So there Hashtag rant season. Hashtag rant season. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Wow, this has been a show. <laughs> number seven. Lucky number seven, and it's St. Patrick's Day. I just put that together. We oh, go. my. Oh, we're going to have our own series XM channel next week. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Again, for the third time before I close the show. <laughs> from, <laughs> close the shit out from Dallas Keuchel's management. <laughs> I am Chase, your host, Jimmy Trace. Chatting. We'll see you guys and talk to you guys on Wednesday. Keep listening to us. Follow us on Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, and we'll be on Apple Music shortly. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy your week and take it by the horns and absolutely own it. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. Truly embracing your complexities means rejecting anything that can harm who you are, like smoking cigarettes, which can damage nearly every part of your body. Tap the banner to see more. This free life. Freedom to be tobacco-free. Right now at Banana Republic Factory, save big with 50 to 70% off the entire store. Plus, take an extra 50% off clearance. Stock up on dresses and polos starting at $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory.